Hi guys, welcome back to the Natalk A Lot podcast. It's me, your host, Natalia Ramirez. Thank you for joining in today on another episode. I'm super grateful that you guys are here. This is a very exciting episode, some great content and messages that I have set up for you guys. Before we get into it, you guys know the drill. Let's get into the happenings segment. Lately, I've just been taking it very slow. This episode has been uploaded later this week because... I've been spending the past few days recovering my voice. On Friday, I went to Pico Rivera for the first time and I lost my voice. So now that I feel like I have most of it back, I'm ready to record. But my break is unfortunately running out. I will be starting the next semester in a little less than a week. So I've just been taking it slow, trying to rest and recover. You guys will see later on why the semester is just super hectic for me because I wake up so, so early. But that's all I've just been doing, been taking it slow. This morning I juiced, I slept in, I just took the time to rest and have just, you know, slowly been trying to gain myself back because last week was an emotional roller coaster and I could not get it together for the life of me. But now that I'm feeling better, I'm taking the time to take care of myself before I start taking care of others, which is what this episode is all about. And I'm super excited to talk about it. But before we get into it, let's do our affirmation. As you know, this episode is about self-dating, self-love. So what better affirmation to do than this one? This one says, I give myself the energy I give to others. My relationship with myself is aligning with the life and relationships I want. This is super powerful because... The relationship you have with yourself will be reflected in the relationships that you attract, the things that you attract. So super important thing to think about. A little background on this episode. I chose to talk about this topic because it's something I'm always thinking about and I'm some, like I'm always analyzing it. This whole idea of self-love and self-dating is something that's kind of always been a thing. But the good thing is that I don't know if it's just perfect timing, but this new song by Miley Cyrus has been circling around and I don't necessarily listen to her that often, but I do love the message of this song. So I think it's perfect timing that this song is going around and just promoting this energy about dating yourself, buying yourself flowers, dedicating this time for yourself. Now, I do want to give a quick disclaimer. I've been in a romantic relationship with someone for two years And throughout this time, and even before it, when I was single, I've developed ways to continuously date myself. So in this episode, I'll discuss how you can date yourself while being in or out of a relationship. And whatever situation you find yourself in, self-love and self-dating, it's critical. And this is important for the well-being of your relationships, your self-esteem, and overall your life. I'm sure you all know what this is, but let's briefly talk about what self-love is. Self-love, it's about giving the time for yourself that you give to others. And like the song says, it, it's loving yourself better than anybody else can. And I think that this is important because we're taught, especially as young girls, we're taught to wait for like a Prince Charming or for a man to save us and to give us meaning to find that true love. And the truth is, although that's beautiful and there are some love stories out there that you know, have a positive message behind it. It's not always true. 
And why is it that we have to wait for somebody to come into our lives to give meaning to it? And that's something that when I was younger, I used to believe. I used to just be really like impatient of like, oh, I want to meet who I'm going to marry one day or you know, you know, I think we've all been there, but the older I've gotten, I've just realized that, you know, things can change and things are always fluctuating. Things are not always guaranteed. And it's super important that you establish a good relationship with yourself because at the end of the day, the relationship that you have with yourself is the only one that's guaranteed. It's the one that you came with, the one you're going to leave with. And it's very crucial to give it the love that it deserves. So when I think about this concept of self-dating, when you're in a relationship with somebody, you're always looking to meet their needs and their desires and be there for them. So self-dating is just doing that, but for yourself. So making sure that you're taking care of yourself the way you would take care of your partner when you're dating someone. And it's actually very similar to the process of getting to know someone, starting to date them, go out with them that phase where you're just getting to know them. And when it comes to the relationship with yourself, you're constantly going to be changing. So it's just taking the time to to always look into your identity, learn more about yourself, try new things. Just give yourself the, the energy that you would invest. This piece of advice is something that I give to all of my friends who come to me whenever they kind of feel down that they're not in a romantic relationship maybe they're craving something like that and that's totally okay I remember when I was single I felt that way I think we all kind of reach a point where it would be nice to do things with someone else not that we necessarily need it but it would be nice and there's nothing wrong with that but here's one thing that I always tell them work on yourself now so that when the time comes that you're given the right person You are at a better version of yourself than you are now, and you're able to give them that version. I say this because before my current relationship, I never really met somebody who I felt like I would settle down with, who I was willing to take seriously, first because I was really young, and second because I just hadn't met anybody who I had that connection with. And now that I've reached that point... I look back and I realize I should have enjoyed more that time that I was, you know, single, that I was just on my own and really worked on the things and the flaws that I had before this relationship happened because it would have saved me so many headaches, so many conflicts and flaws. And that time is so precious and so valuable that sometimes we don't see it because We're kind of focused on, oh, when am I going to meet somebody? Um, I'm ready to meet someone. I want to settle down and that's okay. But things come at the time that they're meant to come and your timeline is set out for you. Just enjoy the phase that you're in. And part of enjoying it is doing the things for yourself and by yourself. And that's what this whole self-love, self-dating concept is about. The advice I'm going to give you works for being in and out of a relationship. Now, In my situation, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of background. Um, I had a good childhood growing up, but my parents definitely had different forms of love languages like everybody. So now that I'm older, in my relationship, I seek my partner to fill those empty spaces. I am a person who my love language is physical touch and words of affirmation. So in a relationship, I've always looked for that. And sometimes... 
There can be conflict when that person doesn't resemble the same love languages as me. And sometimes I've realized that this can be unfair because I'm giving someone else the responsibility to fix or fill something they didn't do. And that's something that I've realized now that I have to do myself. Of course, in your relationship, you have needs and you should you should always like not feel ashamed to ask for them. But there comes a point in an extent where it goes beyond that person and it's self and inner work that you have to do. So over time, I've worked on healing myself and that's for the sake of my relationship, my personal stability, overall, just my well-being. So in a relationship, it's important to work on each other together. If that, I don't know if that makes sense, but what I mean by this is just because you're on a joint path as partners doesn't mean that your path as individuals is non-existent. It's still there. You still have that responsibility and that freedom to work on your self-journey while being in a relationship or while not being in a relationship because single or not, you're still responsible for your decisions, your emotions, your actions, and being in a relationship doesn't change that. In fact, I think it only enhances it because you learn from other people, especially if you're in an intimate relationship with somebody, there's good qualities about them that you can adapt to. But that path that you have with yourself shouldn't be forgotten. And I say this, especially if you're in a relationship and you both really want it to work, you have to be able to work on yourselves so that you can be there for each other. For example, nobody's perfect and we all need help sometimes. We all just need a shoulder to to rely on and you know have somebody hold up our weight sometimes as humans. So if my boyfriend needs me and I don't have the strength to be there the way that he needs me to or vice versa and that can be because of my lack of self-maintenance or not checking in or taking care of myself, I'm not at full capacity the way that he deserves. And that goes both ways. And one thing that I've really worked on is just understanding that it's not selfish in a relationship to do things for yourself and by yourself. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm a person who um, I'm very affectionate. And for me, it's really important to me to experience and have affection reciprocated. And sometimes I let that get to my head and I'm not always logical about, hey, you know, this person needs their space because they clearly are in need of taking care of themselves and that's okay. So through time, I've learned to just accept that and also apply it to myself. I want to share with you guys a funny story. Um, So my boyfriend and I were like semi-long distance. He's from Orange County. I'm from the Inland Empire. We do have to do a little bit of a drive to see each other. So it's not always easy. But when I share this with friends or somebody new who I meet, um, their reaction each time is different. And one time I was, you know, talking about this with a friend of mine and he said, wow, that must be tough because I feel like boyfriend and girlfriend have to exchange germs. And I laughed because I was like, yeah, that's true. That's a funny way to put it. Obviously, it's really important to spend the time with your partner that you need. But 
It's also important to spend that time with yourself and give yourself the space because whenever there's space to grow, your relationship will grow and you won't outgrow your relationship. If anything, you know, you grow together. And I feel like if you establish a healthy amount of space, it ironically brings you two closer because that space and time apart, instead of drifting you away, it's a way for you to both recharge and you just feel ready when you come back to each other. That's why it's so important to just do those like self-dating things with yourself in a relationship because I know sometimes it can feel a little bit scary like, oh, well, what if I, you know, spend too much time with myself and then I kind of forget about my partner and uh, trust me, I used to feel that way too, but I've learned to just kind of figure out the balance And every relationship is different. So just make sure that you communicate this so you can figure out what's too much, what's not enough, and find a way where you can both just meet each other's needs. Now, I know that this applies to my listeners who are in a relationship, but most of you aren't, and that is totally okay. So that's why I want to talk about why it's really important to do these things while being single. And... I think we can all speak from experience. Whenever you are single and you go to like a family event or you're with friends, people always ask you, at least in Hispanic culture, I've always noticed that they always ask, oh, y el novio? Like, oh, are you dating anybody? Are you seeing anyone? And it's never really like asking you, oh, and how are you in school? Oh, and are you working? Like, how's work? How are you? What are you up to? It's always like that expectation of, Have you dated yet? Are you settled down yet? Are you with someone? And I'm here to tell you to just ignore it because don't fall into that pressure of needing to find somebody right now. Like I said earlier, your timeline is set out for you. When you were created, when you happened, so has your timeline been. And You just have to trust it and you have to enjoy it. This phase that you're in, single or not, enjoy it. However it may come, there's many different things that you can do to just seize the best of this moment because when the day comes, when you look back, you're going to wish that you seized it more and then you're going to wish that you would have done this and that and whatever. So I always encourage people to enjoy the part that they're experiencing Because it's meant for you to experience. It's part of your development. It's part of your character. Before the universe gives you somebody to settle down with and to take seriously or the relationship that you want, it's going to prepare you. It's going to get you ready. And sometimes that means being alone for a while. And this is a great thing. This is a beautiful opportunity. So I want to talk to you guys and give you guys some examples of how I date myself being in and out of a relationship. The first thing I do, and this is something that has taken me some extra work, but it's dressing nicely for myself. I try to impress myself as if I'm going on a date, as if it's like my first impression. I wear a nice outfit or a perfume. Even if I know I won't see my partner that day or I don't have anything planned or a date, I still do it anyways because if you feel like you don't deserve special treatment when you show up for yourself, you need to work on that because why is it that other people deserve to see the nice and special and best parts of you, but not yourself, not the person who you literally, like the body you live in, 
why is it that that's not enough? So dressing nicely for myself is something that instantly makes me feel better because not only is it a boost of confidence and self-esteem, but it's just my way of saying, hey, like, I don't, I, I appreciate you. And it's okay if no one else is around. This is not for anybody else. This is for me. This is for us. And I love it. The next thing I do is taking myself on a little date or having little dates with myself. So for you, it can look completely different. But for me, this is probably going to grab a coffee. Um, I love to just get my favorite snacks and sit home, watch a movie, have a little self-care night paint my nails, whatever it is, I do something that I enjoy without the excuse of needing someone else to do it with me. And this is super important because a lot of times I think we feel like, oh, well, I would do this, but I don't have somebody to do it with. Or, oh, well, I was going to do that. And I don't know, like I'm kind of embarrassed to go alone or whatever the case is. But when you do things for yourself, without the limitation of needing somebody else around with you, you develop and you unlock a whole other level of empowerment that you deserve. Because this is what this is about, is telling yourself that you deserve these things. Because in a relationship, there's a lot of things invested. There's energy, time, vulnerability, money, effort, whatever it is. And sometimes we oversee the kind of investments that we make in ourselves. So When I take a little date with myself, whatever it may be, big or small, it just makes me feel better because it's my time. It's my alone time. It's my time to just recharge and check in with myself. And it's become a really like sacred experience for me. Another thing that I do is communicating with myself. So in my relationships, I'm the type of person who I will ask you, how are you? Uh, Like, did you eat? Are you okay? I'm super just like, I'm on it all the time. I'm always looking for that person's well-being and communicating and checking in with them. And I try to do these things with myself. So I try to journal, I write my feelings, or sometimes I even just like lay there before bed in silence. And I try to analyze how I feel and just check in with myself. One of my favorite things to do is sometimes... I just kind of put my hand on my heart and I feel my own heartbeat to remind myself that I have an existing and beating heart and it deserves attention from me. It deserves communication from me. It deserves what I give to other people. And that for me is something, like I said, sacred and empowering when you're able to do that for yourself because we're trained to always just be giving to other people. At least that's how I was. My mom, she's a very giving and generous person. And I, you know, inherited that from her. But it's taken us some work to be giving to ourselves. And at the end of the day, that's super important because the way that you nourish yourself is the way that you can nourish your relationships. The more like alive that you feel, the more that you're capable of, the more and greater capacity you have to give in your relationships, romantic or not. The list goes on, but the last thing I'm going to mention that I do is setting boundaries and rules. In a relationship, it's natural when you and your partner reach an agreement about your needs, your desires, non-negotiables. It's kind of like that phase where you're figuring out the relationship 
and you kind of lay out like, this is what I want. This is what I need. Is this going to work? So you need to do that for yourself and you need to determine what those things are for you, what those non-negotiables are, what those, what is it that you need that you desire in your relationships or your life, your time, even the things that you do for yourself. This can be flexible. This can vary. And this process sometimes is super necessary and something that we overlook because we don't give it the time that it needs. So I like doing that. And this sometimes happens in the morning. Um, I take it day by day. Like, what is it that I need today? What is it that, um, you know, maybe this month, like, what did I do last month? Why did I feel that way? What caused it? And what am I going to do now to change it? And Like I said, this varies day by day. But for example, if I've spent all weekend with my boyfriend or my friends, or I've just been running up and down, I have not caught break, then I ask myself, what is it that I need? What do I need to do for myself today? Is it taking a long self-care shower? Is it going outside? Is it exercising? Is it reading a book? Is it sleeping in? Like, what is it? And I love that every single time my body tells me exactly what it needs. And that's the powerful and beautiful thing about it. Because when you love someone, you'll do anything for them. And you deserve the same. You deserve the energy that you invest in other people. You deserve to feel empowered and self-sufficient. You don't deserve to feel weak and feeling like you need that from someone else to function. When that power is already in yourself. So great, great talk. I love talking about this. I could talk about it for hours, but to wrap it up, I'm going to give you guys this episode's action items and it's fairly simple. What I want you to do is I just want you to find a way to date yourself. So figure out, are you going to take yourself on a date? Are you going to sit with yourself and chart out what your needs, desires, non-negotiables are? What is it that you're going to do? Take anything from this episode that I mentioned and apply it. Or if you find something new and you try something different, let me know because, you know, I myself am looking for 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 change and to do something different. And it's nice to just share with other people. I always say knowledge is invaluable if you don't do anything with it and if you don't spread it and share it with those around you. So try it out. Let me know what you guys think. Like always, you can follow Pod on Instagram and share or my personal at Natalia Media. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Pod. It's always an honor discussing these topics with you guys. And if you made it this far, I really, really appreciate you sticking around. I know that it was kind of a tedious and long episode, but I really appreciate that you are willing to just listen and show up for yourself. So as always, have a great rest of your day.